Welcome to the Geeked Out Podcast, the podcast that helps you learn how to grow your online presence without the overwhelm, so you can spend more time earning and less time learning. Think of us as your fast track to impact-driven marketing online. And now your host, longtime web designer, online marketing manager, and SEO expert, Megan Good. Hey everybody, I am excited to be here with you today. I've been getting a lot of questions lately about which platform should I be on. And really, the thing that it comes down to is everybody wants more traffic. Um, The question that I get asked is, why isn't anybody buying on my website? It must be the platform's problem, right? So which platform should I move to to make sure I am successful? And this is a bad move if you're new in business to just think that the next thing is always going to save you. Today, we're going to be talking about why people aren't buying on your website, what you might be doing wrong um, in your marketing, with your website, all of those types of things to help you improve your conversions. That's what we really want to talk about. We don't want to move to a different platform. That's not going to fix the problems. It's just going to maybe compound problems. It's going to maybe cost more money just to to move a platform when the problem isn't the platform. So we're going to go through some of the top 10 things that I see in the industry that hurt people um, in their businesses, keep them from getting sales, that type of thing. And it was really prompted by someone this week who reached out to me from an online networking group. And and she said, don't you think I should move to Shopify? Nobody's buying on my WordPress website. And when I looked deeper into the problem, what I saw wasn't a platform problem. It was a marketing problem. And so let's talk about the first thing that is part of why anyone isn't buying on your website. The first thing is that you're not getting any traffic to your website. Building a website does not guarantee you traffic. It doesn't mean that your website will magically appear at the top of search engines and you'll magically be found. You have to start getting people to your website. And there are several ways that you can do that, but let's talk about how um, you can start to do that. And we'll analyze it through the eyes of this entrepreneur who thought, If I just move to a different platform, everything will be fixed, right? No. The problem, she she said she was running ads, and I said, okay, great. Send me a screenshot. Let me look at your ads. And when I looked at her ads, what I saw was she was never sending people to her website, really. She was posting a picture of a product and saying, isn't this awesome? You can get it for 25% off. But then she didn't have any links back to her website. And when I asked her why she was running an ad for um, likes rather than for conversions, she said, oh, I thought those were cheaper and eventually people would buy. Well, eventually people might buy, but that isn't helping you in the now. So you could spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a like campaign and get zero results. The reason is it's not sending people out of Facebook or Instagram to your website. It is simply getting buzz on those online platforms. But as you know, unless you explicitly explicitly tell someone where to go, that doesn't mean they'll magically want to go. 
So instead of running an ad that is just built around likes, you need to build an ad around conversions. How do I get people to my website to buy a product? The other thing that we we found when looking at how she was marketing is she was just posting pictures of the product she has on her Facebook page and, and Instagram and thought that would be fine. So she didn't have any content on some of these pictures and her friends were like, oh, that's so cute. That's awesome. And yes, eventually someone might say, hey, how can I buy one? But that doesn't mean the average person knows that you sell that thing. We think that our family, our friends, they know what they what we do. I have thousands of friends and they'll all buy. That's just not true unless we guide them and direct them. So instead of just posting a picture about the product you have, put some content about how and where they can buy. Put a link out to your website. Will it mess up your algorithms to have links? Sure, you might not be seen as much, but those people that do see it will see a link and know where to go to buy. So those types of things are going to help. So yes, you can run ads. You can run... um, Google ads, you can run Facebook ads, you can do all those things, but unless you have them geared for a specific purpose, such as purchasing conversions, you might not get the traffic that you really want. So make sure you're not just paying for ads for likes. That's a huge, huge one. And when you are posting about your products on social media, make sure you have a link back to your website if you want people to buy it. Another thing about her traffic was she was posting all of these pictures of products on her Facebook and advertising them, um, even running ads. But then when people went back to her website, those products weren't showing there. So she hadn't kept um, current on her inventory. And she said, yeah, but I've spent so much time and money on the products that I want to sell that are on there. I didn't know if I should put both. If you have a similar product, put both. Because when somebody sees something on your social media, in your advertising, and then goes to your website and doesn't find that, then they are going to be turned off from your business. Like she said, she sells this, but she doesn't really have it available. So that's going to impede sales. People aren't going to buy a different product just because you didn't put the product that they were interested on your website. They might have an interest in something else, but but be sure that if you sell multiple things, and in her case, it was necklaces, and she said, I don't know if they're the same because they're different. A necklace is a necklace, so if, if you're selling in the same realm, put them both on. People will choose which one they want, and when you advertise, if that necklace has a link out to an individual page, Make sure it goes to that page. People want to get there as quickly as possible, see what they were interested in, and buy it right there. That way you don't lose people in a long click-through process. Don't just send them to your homepage. Send them to the product they were interested in. That will help a lot. So that's really the first one. So traffic, you've got to get more people to your website. And that could be through ads. That can be through fixing or tweaking what you're already doing. But moving to a different platform isn't going to fix the traffic problem. Another part of that is when they go to your website, do you have a call to action? Or do you just have some vague information and 
some contact information that you hope they find. If you don't have a clear call to action, people aren't going to know where to go. So make sure add to cart buttons are really clear. Make sure contact forms are really clear and throughout the site, not just on a contact page. Getting in front of people and, and showing them where you want to go next is huge. And that's through your calls to action. So make sure you um, don't overlook that part of your, your website. You have to have some calls to action. People need to know where to go to buy from you or else they never will. And so if you aren't getting enough traffic to your website, your website is never going to grow organically. And if you don't have people coming to your website and being able to stay on that website, they're just kind of bouncing off quickly because they're not getting the information they need or they don't know where to go, then you'll lose traffic or you'll lose ranking as well. So be careful about that and make sure it's really easy for them. The third thing that I find, especially with service-based businesses, is people aren't clear what area they service or they ship to. And so you can lose a lot of sales because of this. So landscapers are notorious with this. Um, some other service-based businesses are notorious. Painters, that type of thing. I've, I've gone to their websites and I wonder, where are you even located? You have a cell phone number that's in a completely different state. So I don't even know if you service my area. And yet I found you. Um, so maybe you do. And people are going to be turned off by that. And they're going to go find somebody else who is more clear. So make sure if you service a particular area that you have that in the footer to let people know. That you have that throughout your copy and content to let people know where you service um, in their, in their realm. So they know if it, if you're worth their time to look into. And if you don't, they're going to quickly leave. And again, that's going to hurt your rankings. The next thing that I find is some people will say, I don't care my, about my website. People come to me personally to do business anyway. And this is going to really hurt you in the long run. Um, I say this statistic over and over, 52% of people who hear about your business will go to your website first before they even call you. They've done studies on this and it it is the way that people are are trained to to work these days. We go online to search out a company before we pick up a phone and call. We want to kind of check them out. We are researchers. We want to make sure we're getting the best deal. We want to make sure we're working with someone professional. And if your website doesn't reflect that, people are going to leave. And when people come and leave quickly, again, that's going to hurt your rankings and, and you're going to get pushed down in the organic. Let's talk about the next part. Maybe you have a website, but maybe it's outdated. And I see this one a lot as well. Uh, an outdated website is almost as bad as having no website. And the reason for this being is people don't know if you're still doing what you do. So maybe you, um, for instance, I had a, a company who wanted a quote for some updates. Uh, they still had holiday um, promotions from two years ago on their website. And it was, that was the first thing that people were seeing when they went to this person's website. When your website is outdated like that, 
when you don't have current blogs or information that shows relevancy to the now, people are going to think that maybe they shut down business. Maybe they're not around anymore because they, they're still promoting something from two years ago. How, how can they still be in business and they're going to be turned off? So make sure you have a plan in place to keep things updated. I really recommend being careful about not having um, promotions showing on your your homepage that are very date specific. Um, Unless you are an e-commerce business that is keeping your site updated all the time, and I would say that's at least weekly or monthly, then you shouldn't put dates on things. It's it's just a bad idea because what if you forget? And again, two years later, somebody comes to your website and, and sees that and you are you're, you're, you lose some of your professionalism when that happens. And so make sure you keep your website updated at least quarterly. Take a look at it. Make sure there's nothing out of date. If you've got a blog on there, you better be blogging and not have put three blogs up to start or one blog or still have even the demo blogs up, the hello world showing in your blog. If you have those, get rid of your blog. If you haven't blogged in four years and you only have two blogs, get rid of your blog. Don't show it because it, it makes you look less credible. And so keeping it updated is, is really important. If you are a blogger and you have blogs and you have some good content on your site, make sure you're updating that at least quarterly. Monthly would be awesome. Weekly would be amazing. But if you don't have that time, Make sure that it's at least this year that you have content. That's huge. The next thing that that I see um, that really hurts people when they go to a website and they want to purchase, but they don't feel confident purchasing from this person is because they don't have any testimonials on a product. And so that is a huge part of especially e-commerce business. So those people that want to sell um, actual products, not just services on their website, make sure you have some reviews on those. That is why Amazon is so huge is because they have so many reviews that people can go and see how is this product done for, for anybody else who's bought it? Is it worth my money to spend on this product? And so If you have a product and you have no testimonials, find a way to get some testimonials on that. Contact past customers, see what their experience was. That will help you so much in your business. One business that that has incorporated that into their um, website more this year has seen a huge explosion on those products that have actual reviews. Now, those products that still don't have reviews... They don't get as many sales, but the ones that do, they tend to sell more of. So make sure that is a priority in your marketing plan to get testimonials on your website. Otherwise, people don't don't know what to expect, and they're not always willing, especially on some higher price ticket items, to take a chance on the product. The seventh thing that I see on websites that's hurting people and their traffic is the messaging is unclear. So with your messaging, it's really hard to know where you want people to go next if if you don't know what you're doing or if you have outdated information or you go on and on and on about something but don't really get to the point 
quickly. So make sure your messaging is on point. When people land somewhere, they know exactly what you do in five seconds or less, and then they know where to go next. Make sure that messaging is on point, guys. Another part of it is just that your website is ugly or it has colors that are actually repelling people. So be careful about the design of your sites more than the platform. It may be the design. It may be that you're using too much yellow and that yellow hurts people's eyes and subconsciously they're going to leave. It may be that you're using brown and people hate brown websites. It doesn't matter (laughs) if you love it or not. Most people do not like brown websites and they don't like a lot of yellow on websites. So be really careful about the design and fix things to make them more appealing. Don't just always run to a new platform. That doesn't always fix the problem. The next thing that I see is is you're not using keywords to actually get people to your website. And we've talked about keywords over and over. We always talk about keywords, it feels like. But Keywords are a huge part of why you're not successful. It's because you're describing something in your terms, maybe a high-level term, whereas people are searching a different way for something. So, um, for instance, let's let's try to think of a product. So, um, working with some construction um, companies right now, and one of the construction companies is very specialized to water and wastewater services. So they they service wastewater um, manholes, um, sewers, that type of thing for municipalities. And what we found on their website is that they had pretty much no keywords whatsoever. The only things that were getting good ranking was if people put their name in specifically, they would be pulled up at the top, obviously. That usually happens unless your website's really bad. Um, If they put your business name in, you come up at the top. But when we searched for uh, what they were ranking for, we found out that it was really for their PDFs, not even for anything on their website. It was PDF links out that were getting them any ranking. And so turning that around and looking at what real people are searching for, we found that, that simple words like assessments that they were using isn't how people are searching. They're searching for inspections. And so switching the way that they are writing is going to help a lot in getting ranking. So check your keywords, do keyword research. If you ever have questions on this, we have tons of trainings on how to do it yourself, or you can come to us and we do keyword um, a keyword analysis. We pull up blog ideas. We do all of those things for our clients to find what Real humans are really searching for, not the high-level stuff that you think they are. The, the last thing that we find that happens a lot, especially with e-commerce businesses, is that you didn't check to see if people could actually check out or contact you. So when somebody comes to your website, they put something in their cart, they're really excited about it, and then they go to check out and they can't check out. And when that happens, you lose people. You lose people for life. They're not going to come back and keep trying They're not going to come back necessarily and call you. They're not going to necessarily come back and fill out a form to ask you how they can buy that product. They're just going to find somebody else whose website is working. So check your checkout process all the way through. And this happens to the best of us. I've had it happen to me before where I forgot to put 
the right link on, or I forgot to change the price or little things like that on my own website where I'm like, dang, I, I probably missed out on sales because of that. So check your checkout. We had somebody who had sold high level, um, glass items and we were at a conference with her and, and we really liked what she did. We went to her website. She told us, Oh, I'm, I'm good on website because I just spent 2000, um, $2,000 having them add checkout function after they spent $3,000 building her website, they added checkout function. Well, they didn't check the checkout function. And so no one could check out because they hadn't set up the shipping, right? So people could check out. So it happens to people all the time. Check your checkout, go through, make sure that you can buy something, put in a code so you don't have to get charged. You don't charge yourself hundreds of dollars, but check and make sure that you can go through the process and everything is as you expect. There will always be people who it's operator error. Um, You can set up the checkout and it runs super smoothly for 99% of the people. And then there's still that 1% that, that don't get it. They mess up. They're probably the people that will call you because they have this happen to them all the time. And that's what we've found. And the last thing I want you guys to think about is really a marketing plan. I see this over and over and over that people actually have a really good product. They have a really good website, but they aren't marketing it well. They aren't marketing at all. Um, so do you have a marketing plan? And if if you don't have a marketing plan, sit down and create one, even if it's for a month, even if it is just a high level marketing plan that that is... Overall, I want to do these things. Have some type of marketing plan and follow it. Set a marketing budget. You have to, if you want to sell things, you have to have a budget for that. You can't just always go bootstrapped with nothing. You have to plan in some marketing budget. And also look at your prices. Are they priced too high? Are they priced too low? Is it what people want? Or is there something you could tweak to your product to make it better that people would want to buy it? All of these things combine to to work together to know if your products are going to be um, the product that someone wants to buy. But usually it starts with traffic, your marketing plan, and where you're leading people. And does that have clear calls to action? Is it easy to check out or create or send in a form or contact you in some way? Do you lead them along that path? If you aren't doing these things, the platform doesn't matter. The platform is just a small piece in that puzzle. The bigger things are the marketing, the messaging, the calls to action, and that that step. What What is that step? Whether it's checkout, contact you, sign up for All of those types of things you have to lead people to. A new platform will not solve the problems if you're not getting traffic. So before you spend tons of money, tons of time just switching platforms, make sure you fix the problem in the beginning, which is your marketing and your plan. So I hope this was helpful for you in some way that you can start to analyze your business and what may or may not be working and really get to the root of what's the problem in the first place and not just keep either throwing money at a, at something that's not going to work for you 
or start changing the things that you are doing, that you are spending money on so that they will be more effective. Thanks guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Head on over to geekedoutmedia.com where you can find more fast track tips and tricks on our blog. Also find free resources and our other podcast episodes to create an impact online. Enjoy. Enjoy.